Hello and welcome to another Progress Wrestling uh, hype show, uh, recap show, uh, hype cap, whatever you want to call it. Uh, but we are here today once again uh, to cover off day two of Super Strong Style. And uh, of course, that's already dropped on demand. So we there will be spoilers, ladies and gentlemen. But uh, we'll be going through all of the matches from day two of Super Strong Style very, very shortly. We'll be doing a little bit of hyping up for day three, which will be dropping this coming weekend. And stay tuned to the very end, because we'll also be covering the matches that have already been announced for the Defy Progress crossover show that's happening on June 25th in Toronto this coming weekend, of course. So uh, stay tuned for all of that. Uh, but uh, first of all, to introduce my co-host, as always, the very excellent Mad Dog, Mike Angus. Mike, how are you doing? Absolutely brilliant as always, John. It's uh, wonderful to catch up with you today. Nice uh, sunny day here on the Wirral. And, uh, you know, it's uh, we've, had a, we've had a busy week as always at Progress HQ, uh, getting things ready for uh, Canada, obviously, with Defy. And, um, and, you know, also we had uh, TNT Extreme Wrestling mm. up here in Liverpool the weekend. So a nice busy one there as well. Two shows in one day. So uh, just, just recovering from that, really. <laughs> one of the busiest men in all of British wrestling. But uh, as Mike mentioned, we will cover this off at the very end. Stay tuned uh, for the next uh, half an hour, 40, 40 minutes or so, because we will be talking about the Defy and Progress crossover uh, that's taking place in Toronto from the Toronto Rec Room. June the 25th, this coming Sunday, right before AEW Forbidden Door. And uh, Toronto Rec Room is where you need to be. We'll talk more about that towards the end of this broadcast. And, of course, they're doubling up with uh, Smash Wrestling and Femmes Vital. Uh, but, uh, yes, we'll talk more about that later on. And we will cover all the matches that have been announced. But, uh, Mike, great to see you again. And, of course, we're going to be breaking down all the matches that's uh, taken place on day two of Super Strong Style, which is already available on demand, of course. Uh, so if you haven't already signed up, just go to progresswrestling.com forward slash watch. Click on the various links. That will take you straight through to Pivot Share. Uh, sign up today. Get two weeks free trial. Um, but, uh, yeah, the best $7.99 per month you could possibly spend as a UK independent wrestling fan. And, of course, if you're a long-term progress fan, you're going to absolutely love that. Day one is already up on demand as well. And uh, day three will be dropping very, very soon. But, uh, Mike, let's cover off some of the action from day two because... Honestly, I, I, I said this uh, when we covered off day one last week. I think this year's Super Strong Style was possibly the strongest three-day event. The, the strongest Super Strong Style that Pro have ever put together. Um, and day one knocked it out of the park. Day two just got better and better and better. Um, but, uh, of course, we had... DJ King um, joining up with Ollie Spring uh, on King commentary. King Spring on the commentary. <laughs> there we go, King in Spring. And, of course, um, for the Super Strong Style matches, uh, Nigel McGuinness was back for day two, as always, uh, former WWE commentator, now with AEW. And, of course, we had Bozzers back for day two. Absolutely smashed it out of the park for day one. Um, here for the whole weekend, of course, as our host, as our MC, as our ring announcer. Um, always delighted to have Bozzers as part of the Progress team. And she was absolutely fantastic on day two of Super Strong Style. And, Mike, talk to us about our uh, first match that kicked us off on day two then, my friend. Well, first of all, John, there's a big shout out to Bozzers as well, because she uh, did a wonderful tribute at the start of the show to uh, Brian Dixon, who had, who had passed away sadly that day. And uh, obviously I was at the funeral for Brian, a lovely uh, service on Friday just last week, absolutely celebrated the life of a uh, British wrestling uh, legend brilliant promoter and uh, yeah just a big shout out to Bozzers for that because she did a wonderful job of uh, putting everyone in the backs feelings into one 
little speech there and the whole audience there. Massive round of applause for Brian. Everyone's been to an all-star show at some point oh, in yeah. their lives. And, you know, it's, uh, you know, a, you know, a staple in British wrestling. You've got to go and see all-star and it's, uh, you know, all, all the best wrestlers that you see in the UK have all worked on all-star. And, uh, you know, it was a wonderful, uh, wonderful speech by Bozzers there and a great reception from the ballroom crowd and, um, a touching moment for the wrestlers in the back who've all worked for Brian in the past. So that was a, an amazing moment to start the show. And also where uh, then we were joined there uh, by Maggot, who started off the uh, the, the fatal four-way antics. So uh, as soon as Maggot comes out, you know, the ballroom's you know, <laughs> absolutely rocking straight away. And obviously yeah, another brilliant match. And it was uh, Mayfair's take came out and revealed who he was going to give. The 5K2. It turned out that all of his opponents had retweeted and uh, and wanted that 5K. A lot of people in the audience had retweeted the 5K. I did too. I you did, did too. Jonas. There you have it. I did as well. You know, we can't, you've got to get involved. You've got to be in it to win it. And that was when Mr. Mayfair's revealed that uh, he had paid his biggest fan, his, his most staunch supporter, the man who'd supported him from the start, the 5K, and it had gone direct into the bank account of a Mr. Tate. Mayfair's himself, so um, that got a great response from the audience and from his opponents who swiftly uh, booted him out the ring and then proceeded to have an absolute teardown of a match to open up the show with it going all over the place. You can see high-flying maggot there. Uh, Robbie X was absolutely insane in this one, as always. Danny Black on top form and Tate up to all his normal antics. Um, Brilliant match, great opener for the show. And uh, Robbie X... Uh, picked up a, uh, an elusive victory with a handspring cutter. It's his first win in progress. And, he picked uh, well, up a Tower of Doom there as well, Mike. Look at that's that. That's it, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> wheeled into that one straight away. <laughs> uh, yeah, brilliant stuff. And, um, you know, the perfect way to start off the show lively in the electric ballroom. And, of course, the ballroom was rocking after we'd been in the dome. Uh, on the Saturday, the Sunday in the ballroom, the crowd were lively and loud, and there were so many. This is progress chance. There was all sorts of banter from the audience and things getting shouted out. And obviously, uh, you know, Mayfair started it off asking asking about that 5K. Who wanted? Who got involved with the 5K? You know, who wanted that? Oh man, it was uh, it was chaos, and he got uh, a heck of a lot of heat for that. Mayfair <laughs> after he paid himself that five k, you know, after promising he would give it to someone in the audience. <laughs> brilliant, absolutely classic, brilliant, classic antics. <laughs> there we go. Well, well let's uh, talk about the first of the quarterfinal matches uh, on day two of Super Strong Style, and of course, it was Nick Wayne versus Kid Lycos. Um, two of the very best cruiserweights in the world. Uh, Full Metal Lycos, of course, turned over a bit of a new leaf as far as a lot of the Progress fans are concerned. Um, but uh, Nick Wayne, um, at the time, was the, uh, the, the current Defy World Champion. But honestly, these two absolutely smashed it out of the park, Mike. Uh, what a fantastic day this was. What a fantastic quarterfinal match this was. Uh, two of the most informed wrestlers uh, in all of Progress. And uh, they gave the fans of the Electric Ballroom a real treat to kick off the quarterfinal, Mike. They really did. We should probably mention at this point, Jonas, as well, that if you haven't watched day two yet, this is the ideal chance to go back and watch it before we tell you what happened on day two and then lead you into what's going to be happening on day three. That's obviously dropping this week at five o'clock on Saturday. But yeah, brilliant match. Obviously, uh, 
Nick Wayne, third generation competitor, son of Buddy Wayne. And uh, we were talking about Buddy Wayne the other week. I remember watching him on uh, Superstars and Challenge, fighting the likes of Razor Ramon and Shawn Michaels back yeah. in the day. And, uh, you know, Nick is such an amazing athlete. Uh, you know, he started started out wrestling when he was tiny, but really taking it serious when he was about 13 um, in, over in Seattle, Washington. And, has, you know, worked his way right up. As you mentioned, he was the Defy champion at this time. And, uh, you know, what a brilliant young wrestler he is. And uh, on this one, fighting against Lycos, who has turned over a new leaf, it seems. He was accompanied by Lycos too, the new problem child of British wrestling on this day. And uh, obviously we were joined once again by Nigel on commentary. Uh, the audience will... Behind both these guys, there was Chan Julian Chance right the way through the match. Um, you know, the Nick Effin Wayne and the uh, big boy Lycos Oi 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 Chance were ringing around uh, Camden Town that day. So, marvelous matchup. And, uh, you know, it, it just showed both these guys are well loved and respected by the Progress Faithful. And they uh, didn't disappoint with an amazing, amazing match here with uh, Lycos managing to pick up the victory in this one, um, giving Nick his first defeat in a Progress ring. So, uh, yeah, exciting times and a huge, uh, you know, you could arguably say that it was another upset for Lycos to get through to the uh, to the semi-finals here after beating Big Damo on the first day, but uh, still an amazing performance by Nick, and uh, you know you could tell the respect from the crowd and for uh, from his opponents by the end of the uh, end of the match was just uh, you know it was obvious to see for everybody. Absolutely, kicking off the quarterfinals round two in style, and then of course we had. Uh... Malik Doris came out um, and uh, soon followed by his boisterous behaviour, his 0-1-2-1 stablemate, um, Leon Slater, of course. And, uh, you know, Malik Doris was a bit down on himself to start off with here, Mike. And, of course, Leon came out and uh, picked him up and said, you know, we've got this bro, we've got this bro, but there's, there's nobody, uh, you know, as big as us two in the back that could possibly take on boisterous behaviour, but how wrong were they? And very soon, Leon Slater was uh, eating his words as Big Damo, and uh, of course, Rampage Brown, two of the biggest, two of the meanest men on the Progress roster came out, um, and of course, we had ourselves a tag match, but uh, talk us through this one, Mike, this was really entertaining and uh, a wonderful tag match uh, on day two. It was great, yeah. And just before this one, we heard from uh, Laura May backstage interviewer there, speaking to Robbie X, who was uh, buzzing about picking up his victory. So that was great to see. And then obviously, uh, Doris feeling a little bit down, but the crowd chatting, we, we still love you, you know. So he was uh, he was definitely perked up a bit. And then he was joined by his boisterous behavior tag team partner, Leon, who bounced out to the ring. And he said, you know, we're workers, us guys, we're grafters. You know, we've got this attitude, you know, we you know, won't give up. And, uh, you know, we'll take on the biggest and the baddest. And that was the moment when Doris said, you know what, have you never watched wrestling, bro? <laughs> you know what happens? You know, you know what, what happens, happens when next. you say that? You're going to get something. And they stopped for a second and nothing happened. He's like, you got away with it this time. And that was when Big Damo's music hit. And, uh, <laughs> and then, yeah, swam, uh, swiftly followed then by yeah, Rampage as well. And this was another brilliant match. Um I absolutely love the banter Damo has in the ring as well is, is one thing. Uh, at one point, uh, the audience were, were chanting, um, Doris is on fire, uh, Big Damo's terrified. And uh, as he uh, as he jumped across the ring, terrified, am I? said as he slopes <laughs> Doris's head off. So uh, <laughs> that was absolutely brilliant. Um, there were some great moments in this match as well. There was there was one point where um, Big Damo just showing his strength. You know, the uh, boisterous behaviour went for a 3D. 
Damo blocked the 3D attempt and then powerbombed Doris straight onto Leon Slater, which was innovative to say the least. And then just straight after that, there was a, there was another moment where um, where he was using where he was using them as a weapon. He did a sit down powerbomb, I think it was, or a sit down pile driver onto Leon Slater. I thought that was going to be the end of Leon getting to Reese and uh, Big Damo's weight down on his chest, but uh, he managed to kick out and then amazing victory by the uh, 0121 guys. Boisterous behaviour as they hit the. Uh, what would you call it? Well, it wasn't a 450, was it? It was a 900 because both of them hit 450 splashes yeah, exactly. to pick up the win. So, uh, yeah, the 900, uh, the 900 boisterous behavior splash, <laughs> all that, but a uh, very special moment. And, uh, you know, respect shown again between everyone at the end of the matchup there. So great to see these guys all in the ring together. And, uh, you know, absolutely brilliant matchup. Again, the fans were going wild. This is progress chance. And, uh, you know, everyone was firmly behind the action. So it was great. Really good afternoon. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And as, as you said, the fans, the progress faithful in the electric ballroom uh, on day two were absolutely on fire. The, the, the chants were amazing, as you said. Um, and uh, the, the wrestlers, they really, really reveled in that atmosphere. It was electric. And uh, like I say, you can be a part of it. Join Progress On Demand today. Go to progresswrestling.com forward slash watch. Follow the various links and sign up today for your two-week free trial. Two weeks free trial. Get to see day one, day two, and day three when it drops. Um, all for the price of nothing. And then, of course, after the two weeks, um, it's the best $7.99 you'll spend per month on pro wrestling. But uh, I'd say that match was absolutely fantastic. And then Super Strong Style kicked off again with another quarterfinal match, Mike. Um, And it doesn't get any bigger and better than this two here. Two Progress Originals, Nathan Cruz, the very first Progress World Champion. Will Ospreay, the very first Thunderbaster Champion, the very first Super Strong Style Champion. Former Progress World Champion, and of course, Bozzers read out a, a list of accolades as long as your arm to introduce Will Ospreay. Uh, but this match had everything it had uh, high spots, it had drama, it had uh, various dirty dealings from Mr. Cruz towards the end there. Uh, but talk us your way through this one. This was, uh, I would say, a, a masterclass of pro wrestling from two of the very best in the business, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I love that bit with Bozzers at the start. You know, he's two times best of the Super Junior winner, three times IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion, the Never former Never Openweight Champion, former IWGP US Champion, and the crowd's going, what else? What else in between? <laughs> first Thunder Bastard winner, first Super Strong Style winner, former Men's Progress Champion, IWGP World Heavyweight Champion, the Aerial Assassin, Will Ospreay. Obviously, it was absolutely Brilliant to have him there, you know, and um, I think that matchup was was huge for Nathan Cruz because he he showed the level he is at that he could hang with Will Osprey, and uh, and obviously it only needed a little bit of cheating from him to you know to get to that stage. <laughs> so uh, yeah. a brilliant matchup. Uh, it was good to see um, the uh, the staff, the old uh, original Progress Championship, back in the ballroom as well. I think that got a, a bit of a cheer from the crowd that he brought that out. Um, and then obviously at that moment a little bit later on in the match where he thought he just couldn't get the better of Will Ospreay and suddenly he'd unscrewed that top bit with the eagle off and he's trying to hit uh, hit Ospreay, Ospreay with it. Um, loads of near falls in this match, loads of great action. And, uh, you know, Nathan, the show stealer, Nathan Cruz, showed he can, uh, you know, more than hang with Will Ospreay. And uh, Ospreay, as always, was just on top form. Um, 
Poor Tom Scarborough took a bit of a beating in this one. The referee um, got caught in the corner. And then obviously uh, there was all sorts of chance for shenanigans as the referee was down. That was when Cruz had a moment of... Uh, of faith where he decided he wasn't going to hit Osprey with the uh, with the eagle, and then moments later, after the ref got knocked down again, he decided he was going to plant him with it. Actually, you know, to change a heart there from him, and um, and it was then a chair got introduced into the match, and by the time the referee stood up and had a look, um, obviously we saw Nathan Cruz had wrapped it round his own head, something like uh, Eddie Guerrero might have done in the past. Stealing the page and, out of uh, Guerrero's uh, handbook, Osprey there, yeah. was trying to get that back, and it was. Uh, it was all over. The referees seen it all. And then that's when we really descended into chaos because uh, Nathan is trying to whack uh, Will with the chair. And then Callum Newman out, out of nowhere, you know, Will's protege is out there. And then the next minute we've got CPF out there and, uh, there's, you know, it's three on two. And it looks like Callum has abandoned CPF to, uh, to join back with Will. And then uh, it looks like we're going to get a match. And then obviously that's a moment in progress history, you're going to have to watch it uh, on demand now. Check it out and see what happened next, because that sets up our match that we're going to have on day three between those guys. So a um, few great moments in that promo as well, John, as the bit oh, where uh, oh, just just Joe Lando's poor talking. Joe Lando, right. <laughs> yeah, poor Joe, and and Will. I don't Will, think he was expecting that. <laughs> Will can't even see who's talking. So he's looking over. You know where is he? who's talking? <laughs> he's standing right in front of you, Will. We love Joe Lando on this show. We love all the CPF, uh, but it did set up an amazing uh, match uh, between uh, the remaining members of CPF, uh, Danny Black, Maverick Mayhew, Joe Lando versus the Swords of Essex. And I flashed up the picture there. But of course, Callum Newman, uh, Will Ospreay and the returning Paul Robinson, um, who got a hell of a reception, Mike, um, coming out to the Progress Faithful. Um, it was uh, quite an emotional return for Paul Robinson and uh, like I say, that sets up a fantastic six-man tag on day three, which uh, we will no doubt talk more about um, on the next episode of the, the Hype Recap Show. Um, but uh, let's move on because we did have another quarterfinal match. Um, and uh, like I say, I've got, got to quickly say, Nathan Cruz, Will Ospreay, go and check it out. One of the matches Brilliant of match. the weekend. Brilliant. Absolutely fantastic match. Lots of drama, lots of high spots. And uh, lots of uh, very uh, sneaky shenanigans towards the end. They're definitely stealing a uh, page out of Eddie Guerrero's playbook there. Uh, I had one, we... one other thing to mention. Just go on. Just go back to that one second was the fact as well that I noticed on uh, Nathan Cruz's wrist tape was that he had uh, Brian Dixon's initials on his wrist tape. So great show of respect there from him. And then um, obviously after the break, we erupted into chaos again because... Uh, that was when Connor Mills was invited out to the ring and just suddenly out of nowhere, there was Bullet and Spike Trevay. And before we even knew it, uh, Connor Mills had suicide dived onto Spike and, and took him out. And the next minute, it was, it was chaos because there was all sorts of fighting going on. And the next minute, Spike ended up on the deck, that twisted his own ankle in the ring or something as he was trying to attack Connor Mills with a chair. And then somehow Connor Mills got the better of the two of them. And it was uh, and it set up a match for day three, a non-title match for Connor Mills to have a, a shot at Spike Trevay there. So that was uh, more interesting stuff as well, straight after the interval. I don't think Bosses had even managed to get out the ring. And it was uh, <laughs> it was all just erupting around. The spike was down, Mills was down, bullets been waffled with a chair. It was, uh, it was chaos. <laughs> and this is why you need to be at these events. This is why you needed to get a ticket for Super Strong Style. But uh, second best is to sign up to On Demand, progresswrestling.com forward slash watch. Get your two weeks free trial. Check out day one, day two, and soon to be dropping day three of Super Strong Style. You won't regret it. 
Um, but uh, I briefly flashed up this picture. This is the, the, the second quarterfinal match and what a match it was. And this, in my opinion, was a star-making performance for Charles Crowley. Absolutely fantastic. And uh, as we flash through the pictures here, Crowley getting uh, a, a massive babyface reception from the progress faithful. I think one of my favourite chants of the whole weekend, Mike, was uh, super twat style, super twat style. And that got a bit of a, a pop from Crowley himself. Um, Haskins um, almost saying like who's this guy what, what are you chatting for this guy what, what's uh, super twat style all about even Haskins was uh, not in on the joke uh, but he was definitely letting on the joke when the match proceeded when the bell rang because these two had an absolute banger mic and another highlight from day two a super strong style and as I said a star making performance for Crowley and Haskins Wow, he just proved uh, why he was uh, a former Progress World Champion back in the day. Yeah, exactly. But as you say about Crowley, now Crowley is one of the most entertaining performers I've ever seen. And, uh, it, you know, some of his matches, um, we haven't had a chance to see as, uh, as much of his wrestling ability. However, in this matchup against Haskins, these two were pitted perfectly against each other. And it was uh, it was an amazing match. And Crowley, you know, Haskins is one of the one of the best on the planet wrestling wise. Um, you know, technical wrestling ability, some of the submission moves this guy's pulls pulls out of nowhere. And um Crowley hung with him and it was an amazing matchup. And and you know, it's not often that you see somebody um be defeated and then still get a stand innovation at the end of the match. And that's exactly what happened to Crowley in this one. So Haskins battled his way through locked in the death lock and Crowley just had to submit it was uh there's, there's no getting out of that once it's in locked in in the center of the ring and um you know Haskins showed how it's done there but then the crowd still you know absolutely love uh Crowley you know he's uh, he's there twat and um you know he, they were chanting uh the, the chant to the king of kings was bow down to the twat and it was ringing around the ballroom on that day as well so uh yeah brilliant brilliant matchup and as you say, both guys, absolute stars. And uh, we were so lucky that they ended up facing each other in this tournament. It was, uh, you know, it was a, a perfect matchup for, for Crowley and for Haskins. And uh, on this occasion, Haskins picked up the victory. But the, uh, the twat lives to fight another day, as we know. <laughs> Absolutely. And uh, Charles Crowley's progress career uh, just seems to get brighter and better with every single match. So who knows? John uh, is at the end of that match as well. Mm. I don't know if you've had a chance to watch it back yourself, but at the end of the match as well, Crowley actually said to the audience, uh, mark my words, one day I will be the Progress Men's World Champion. So there you go. And that's, I can uh, well believe it. I can well believe it. Crowley himself. So if he's, if he's predicting that, then uh, I wouldn't bet against it myself, you know. So yeah, absolutely. If you think about Progress World Champions over the years, they've always been a, a, a very uh, technically minded, you know, some of the best grapplers, some of the best wrestlers in the whole world um, that have picked up Progress World Championship um, and then gone on to, you know, stardom all over the world. And when you think about Crowley, as you quite rightly mentioned, his, his character might have uh, overshadowed the wrestling ability that we haven't quite got to see in the past. Uh, but this match against uh, Haskins demonstrated uh, what a wonderful character Crowley is, but also what a terrific uh, world-class professional wrestler he is. And he demonstrated that on the day um, and really put himself on the map um, as a contender for the Progress World title sometime in the future. Might not be this year, but who knows? Um, but uh, And then we did have a World Championship match, Mike, uh, with Lana Austin putting her Progress Women's World Championship on the line against Suplex Millie, Millie McKenzie. And these two have had a, a bit of a, a back-and-forth 
feud over the last few months. And of course, Millie has gone through the Lana Austin experience uh, through LA, through Sky. And now she had her chance, her shot at the world title, her shot, her opportunity against Lana Austin. Um, and, and this, I don't think we saw much of LA or Sky in this match. Um, it was a one on one championship match for the world title. Um, and these two causing havoc as normal. Got that's sense right. There. That's <laughs> right. I mean, they, they did come out with Lana as per normal, um, but they were sent packing. Um, and this left us with uh, two of the very best female performers in the UK to go one on one for one of the most prestigious world titles uh, on the line. Uh, Mike, talk to us about this one. This was thoroughly entertaining and uh, a hell of a world championship match for day two. Brilliant match, brilliant match. And, uh, you know, Millie McKenzie brought brought her A-game to this one. And, uh, you know, there was suplexes flying. And uh, and to, to be fair, that championship was in jeopardy, I thought. I thought it could switch at any moment. But Lana Austin showed, uh, you know, her tenacity and showed exactly why she is the women's champion there. Because with, even without the help of uh, the Lana Austin experience, she managed to pick up that victory there. And it was, uh, you know, a hard-fought match. Millie McKenzie, you know, Gave it all, as we said. There was uh, there were suplexes a flying DDTs, and it was uh, it was all there on show. And uh, Lana Austin um, managed to uh, to pick up that victory there. So a uh, huge win for the women's champion. And then, of course, the Lana Austin experience did reappear and celebrate celebrated at the end. So yeah. <laughs> they got the best part of it. <laughs> but credit where credit's due, and I know that Lana has scraped by many of her previous title defenses. Uh, sometimes, or more often than not, with the uh, the help. Of her stable mates. This time it was a fair match right down the middle. And I think Lana Austin proved why uh, she's been the Progress Women's World Champion for so long. Uh, but Millie is such a worthy, credible challenger. Uh, but it wasn't quite her night on the night. But uh, I'm sure we'll see Millie back in the ring again very, very soon, uh, possibly challenging Lana for her title once again. But uh, yeah, another one that you have to go and watch with your own two eyes. Progress on demand, of course. Um, but uh, and then we had the final quarterfinal match Mike and uh, these two beefy boys of course Luke Jacobs the former Progress Atlas champion against uh, Shigihiro Irie um, two big boys and they really did hit hard in this final quarterfinal match talk to us about it yeah of course absolute horse fight this one between the two guys and uh, you know two of the most powerful wrestlers on the planet battling each other here and uh, they'd only gone to war the night before in WXW. So uh, Luke Jacobs had le must have learned his lesson from that one because i tell you what, he came out swinging both guys, just hitting their absolute hardest. And this was an absolute spectacle. Brilliant match. I'd, I'd argue even better than the match they'd had the night before at WXW. And, um, and, you know, it was brutal. And both men wanted to pick up that victory. And it was Luke Jacobs who came out on top in this one, having... Um, been defeated the night before in WXW. So uh, Luke obviously had learned his lesson. And, uh, you know, it was it was that big lariat that got picked up the win for him. And, uh, you know, Irie, understandably frustrated at the end of this one. But uh, Luke Jacobs, uh, you know, his, his bounce in these tournaments continues, you know, um, just keeps working his way through them and picking up the wins. So uh, huge, huge victory against uh, one of the uh, you know, most popular wrestlers on the planet, Irie. He was just... Uh, you know, the, the fans are so behind him and he got such a nice response after the matchup as well, you know, with all the fans cheering him and everything. So, uh, yeah, huge, huge win for Luke Jacobs. 
Absolutely. And as you said, Luke Jacobs has got a very rich history in uh, tournament wins in a progress ring, of course, being a, um, a, a natural progression uh, series winner, being an Atlas title tournament winner, and of course, progress into the semi-final of this year's Super Strong Style. And then, of course, that leads us nicely to the main event. And what a chaotic but excellent main event this was. And of course, 12 months early, we saw uh, Sunshine Machine pick up the Progress World Tag Team titles um, in a three-way ladder match against the 0121 and, of course, the Smoking Aces. This time, there was no 0121, but there was a Nick Riley and a Charlie Sterling, um, the, the Smoking Aces, of course. And this match with the ladders and the various toys that came out to play, um, including a you know a concession or a merch stand, uh, which I luckily wasn't standing by at the time. Um, but this one went everywhere. The the the, the battle was intense. Um, the, the the wrestling action was all over the place, and these two put on a display that dare I say it topped the match from twelve months ago. It was another amazing, amazing uh, TLC match, and you know there was uh, there was it started off brutal with diving with two headbutts, and uh, they were straight into the audience. There was people getting thrown through chairs, you know, and everything. There was everyone was busted open. There's people going through tables and everything. You can see the faces on the people in the crowd in that shot. You know, everyone's just appalled, and you can see Chuck there busted, busted open, and uh, you know there was all sorts of innovative ways of using the ladder and stuff that particular moment i think uh, nick holding up the ladder there i think it must have hurt his knees as much as it hurt his spinal cord <laughs> in that one honestly and then that was an amazing moment take a look at wow. that vintage sunshine machine off the, off the ladder as well that's going to be that's a heck of a drop that and uh, just uh, amazing everybody put their you know their lives on the line in that one and it was uh, for the entertainment of the fans and it's one you've got to go back and watch because just absolutely brilliant. And, um, you know, I don't want to spoil the ending too much for anyone who hasn't watched it, but uh, obviously we do need to mention that uh, Dominatus Rain and the other members were out there, Jonas, and ca causing oh, chaos, as, as could be expected. I wasn't expecting to see Bullet actually in the ring during this one, but, uh, you know, there was there was handcuffs involved and all sorts, and there's, uh, you know, Sunshine Machine have uh, had such an amazing title run for it to come to an end in such a way is, is obviously devastating but uh they'll be back and now there's uh there's even more for them to fight for because there's someone's wronged them now so uh there's a couple of people who should be very worried that that dominatus Raynham group affair uh, you know they've pissed off sunshine machine and that's not a place you want to be if uh you know if teeks and chuck are coming after you that could be uh you know there could be issues at all sorts of places there with that so uh look forward to seeing what happens next there for uh for sunshine machine and uh that match Amazing, amazing main event for day two. And um, if you're a fan of wrestling, tag team wrestling, Jonas, you've got to see it. You've got to see it. Red hot, red hot, and ended day two um, in extraordinary fashion. It, it kicked off in a chaotic four-way. We had four fantastic quarterfinal matches. We had uh, Lana Austin and Millie McKenzie. We ended with that fantastic ladder match for the Progress uh, World Tag Titles. Um, and uh, like I say, Super Strong Style as a whole was one of the best three-day events I've ever been to. One of the strongest Super Strong Style events uh, Progress have ever held uh, day two. Wow, you've got to go and see it. Don't just take my word. Don't take Mike's word. Uh, check it out. Get your two weeks free trial on demand today. Check out day one, then day two, and then day three when it drops later on this weekend. You will not be disappointed. But uh, overall, if I had to sum up day two, um, crazy, chaotic, some excellent wrestling matches, some star-making performances. Um, and uh, yeah, like I say, what a main event. What a way to finish off day two, Mike. 
so entertaining, an absolute packed card, and so many different aspects of professional wrestling on display. Just a, a brilliant, a brilliant show, and um, you know, perfect for a, a fan who's never watched Progress before to dive in and check that show out and uh, and just see what we're all about, basically. And it was a uh, you know br- brilliant show, and it ends with uh, Dominatus Raynum's catchphrase: "We rise, they fall." So uh, there we'll we have go. to see yeah, where yeah. it goes from there. There we go. But uh, looking ahead, um, and just a small portion of hype here for day three, which does drop on demand, progress on demand this coming weekend, of course, um, usually Saturday at 5 p.m., unless uh, they've changed the date and time, but I'm pretty sure... They wouldn't do that to you, John. They wouldn't do that to you. (laughs) But, of course, the two semi-final matches, obviously coming out of the four quarterfinals that we've just uh, spoken through, obviously you've got uh, Mark Haskins taking on Luke Jacobs in the first of the semi-finals. Kid Lycos, Full Metal Lycos, taking on Nathan Cruz in the second uh, semi-final match. And of course, uh, coming out of that, uh, of course, we knew it was announced before Super Strong Style that on day three, we would be having Simon Miller's up and down a battle royal, uh, the over-the-top battle royal to kick off day three, um, featuring a lot of the competitors that were previously knocked out in the Super Strong Style tournament on day one or day two. Uh, But uh, that was pretty entertaining and definitely another reason to sign up on demand to see that opener. And of course, as we mentioned, you've got CPF there, Danny Black, Maverick Mayhew, Joe Lando taking on the Swords of Essex, the reformed Swords of Essex with the returning Paul Robinson. Of course, uh, you've got uh, Will Ospreay there and Callum Newman. Um, and they're not forgetting this one here, the much hyped, the much anticipated and the very excellent clock strikes midnight match between Alexis Falcon and Nina Samuels um, and having been in the ballroom for day three uh, watching all of those matches and including the clock strikes midnight match you will not be disappointed with what goes down uh, in that match in particular Um, expect the unexpected when you watch that one and you will not be disappointed it builds and it builds and it builds uh, to the point where the fans are at fever pitch and the match couldn't get any stronger any better but uh, any, any kind of brief fond recollection the day three for us to look forward to when it does finally drop. Oh, mate, the uh, the battle royal, Simon's battle royal was was excellent to start the show off, you know. Um, and then obviously the the semi finals, you've got you've got to see them to believe them, and uh, to see you get through to the final, you've got to watch obviously the final. This amazing tournament, sixteen of the best on the planet, and uh, and this is what it all comes down to. And you know, I just want to say as well, the uh, <clears throat> the uh, clock strikes midnight match is one of the most entertaining matches I've, I've ever seen and su- such an interesting yeah. concept and uh, the, the way it was executed and uh, the, you know the actual just the, the battle that these two women had it's you've got to got to check that one out so I won't give anything away on this but uh, you know the stipulations change every time the clock strikes midnight and you know who knows when it's going to happen it could happen right in the middle of a pinfall you know it could switch to a different type of match or anything you know so uh, yeah, literally anything could happen in that match type and uh, and you'll have to watch it and see because it it really did. No one turned into a pumpkin though, which was you know I was anticipating that occurring, but it didn't happen. But <laughs> everything but everything but what a match! Who uh, knows? There might be a glass slipper. Absolutely. <laughs> now, as if by magic, I'm going to change the, the decor because uh, we're going to switch subjects slightly uh, to this one here. Fi and Progress Wrestling taking place in the Toronto Rec Room this coming Sunday, June the 25th. Uh, two shows um, that will be happening in the Rec Room on June the 25th. Um, and of course, uh, we are talking about this here. 
Um, in conjunction with Smash Wrestling and Femme Fatales, uh, two shows there starting in the rec room at 11.30 in the morning uh, for Smash Wrestling and Femme Fatales put on an awesome show featuring some of the best female talent from around the world. And then just a few hours later at 3 p.m., same location, Defy and Progress. Um, I'll tell you, they go at it with some awesome matches that have already been put together. We've got five matches to talk about. Um, but uh, you're going to be there, Mike, um, over in Toronto. It's going to be a hell of a show. Uh, there are combo tickets available. So if you have a look down the bottom of the screen, it tells you exactly how to get your hands on, to on, uh, on tickets if you're in Toronto. Now, of course, this is the same location, the same day as AEW Forbidden Door. So if you're looking for something to do uh, during the morning or during the daytime, you have, of course, got the Smash Wrestling and the Femme Fatales show at 11.30 in the morning on the 25th. And then just a few hours later, uh, before, of course, uh, AEW Forbidden Door, you'll have plenty of time to see the Defy and Progress Wrestling show with the matches that we're about to talk about. And all you got to do is go to uh, bit.ly forward slash Defy Progress. And uh, it's just running along the bottom, uh, bottom of the screen there, bit.ly forward slash Defy X Prog. And uh, that will take you straight, straight through to the Smash Wrestling website. We can get your tickets for both shows, or if you uh, have a little search on smashwrestling.com, you'll be able to find uh, tickets for the individual shows. But make sure you're there to see Progress and Defy from 3 o'clock that afternoon. But, uh, Mike, this is going to be a hell of a show. Combo tickets are available for our fans that are going to be in the Toronto area on the 25th. And Progress uh, say, uh, are going to be there alongside Defy from 3 p.m. Yeah, first time in Canada for Progress and, uh, you know, what exciting times. And, of course, the guys from Defy, we met them in L.A., such nice people and uh, yeah. really putting on amazing, amazing shows. They've obviously had people like Swerve Strickland, Nick Wayne, uh, Mox himself has been on Defy shows. So they're bringing a great roster up to Canada there. And, obviously, Progress is sending over some of our absolute best for this one. It's going to be uh, amazing, exciting times. And then, of course, Defy are going to be joining us back in the UK on the AEW Weekender as well on the 26th of August. So tickets are available now for that as well. But let's run through the matches, John, that we're going to have in Toronto, in Canada, on June the 25th. So excited uh, for these ones. There's, there's some crazy stuff going to be going on. Um, how about this one? First of all, uh, former WWE stars, uh, you may remember them, the Bollywood Boys, um, will be there in the Defy Progress ring, going up against Juventud Guerrero, one of the uh, most talented um, and a bit of a veteran of the indie scene, uh, going uh, teaming up with Matt Cross, um, who uh, you may remember from Ring of Honor, uh, actually making his Defy wrestling debut in this match. So you've got four very experienced individuals there, uh, a very experienced tag team in the Bollywood Boys, and two very, exper very experienced individuals in Juventud and Matt Cross teaming up for the first time. Uh, what's your opinion on this one, Mike? Uh, quite an interesting and intriguing match to look forward to. What a wild match, yeah, exactly. I know a lot about the uh, Bollywood Boys. I remember seeing them in WWE, obviously. And... Uh, Matt Cross, brilliant wrestler. Uh, seen him on Ring of Honor previously and on, a, on quite a few indie shows as well and I've been out and about. Um, and Hoovy, uh, who can forget Hoovy from WCW back in the day. Uh, also, I believe I saw him on uh, on SmackDown. It might have been in Sheffield in the UK when I um, they came out uh, on like lawnmower sort of tractor style things. And some, <laughs> everyone was throwing sombreros. I think I ended up with Psychosis' sombrero. 
that are then used for uh, for parties and the like for years afterwards. Uh, but yeah, so uh, there you go. So I've got psychosis of sombrero somewhere there. But uh, this match is set to be an absolute banger. Look at that in the uh, in the rec room. The, you're not going to go wrong with that there. That's going to be uh, an absolute contest. And uh, you know they're not going to disappoint these guys. That's going to be uh, a brilliant match. Looking forward to seeing that one. Absolutely. Just go to smash. Uh, smashwrestling.com to get your tickets we'll follow the link uh, underneath uh, bit.ly forward slash defyxprog and of course what about this one here we spoke glowingly about Charles Crowley and his uh, amazing star making performance with Mark Haskins in that quarterfinal match um, at uh, day two of Super Strong Style taking on Gringo Loco um, who's somebody who's uh, not unfamiliar to the Defy fans former Defy, world champion, of course. Um, these two I don't think have met before. Um, two very interesting characters. And, of course, uh, Crowley has been over to uh, Canada many times over the last 12 months or so. And uh, he's going to be back inside a Defy ring, uh, going up against Gringo Loco. Like I say, this is going to be an interesting one. Two formidable opponents, two very interesting characters. Yeah, I know uh, Crowley was not happy when that one got announced at all. He did not want to be facing Gringo Loco. But uh, if I know the spectacular twat like I do, I think uh, he'll go out there and play his mind games. He'll cause havoc and he'll show, he'll, you know, he'll entertain the audience out there. And, uh, and you know, I wouldn't be surprised if Crowley picks up a big win over there. And it's, uh, we'll look forward to seeing it. But um, he's been on a, on a tear recently and I don't see it uh, stopping anytime soon, to be honest. So, uh, yeah, that'll be an amazing matchup. And, uh, you know, Crowley, as you said, he's a, a bit of a veteran over there in Canada now, wrestling for Smash Wrestling recently. And uh, he even had a match against Scotty Too Hotty recently over in the States. So, uh, you know, good on him. Keep up the hard work and uh, let's see, see if he can bring home a big win. Absolutely. And uh, speaking of big wins, you've got this one here, the huge Schaff taking on uh, Brian Keith. These two are no strangers to a Defy ring. Of course, Schaff is a former Defy world champion. Uh, Brian Keith is uh, no, uh, no stranger to the Defy audience. He's had many big encounters inside of a Defy ring. Um, this is going to be a, a really interesting match for those inside the Toronto rec room this coming Sunday, Mike. I'll take two big individuals that can lay it all in with their match and when the bell rings on Sunday. That's it. Schaff, an absolute monster there. And, you know, he's had he's had battles against Moxley. He's in fact tagged with Moxley himself, hasn't he, in, in, in Defy uh, history there. And, of course, uh, Brian Keith met up with him in LA randomly uh, at WrestleCon. Great to chat to the man and, uh, you know, looking forward to seeing him in action here. And who knows, we might see him in action over in the UK at some point soon. You never know your luck. Uh, it'd be great to catch up with him again. So uh, looking forward to that one. And remember, you might see some of these Defy regulars over in a Progress ring. Uh, with Defy and Progress are back in the Electric Ballroom Saturday, August the 26th, uh, when Defy are over in London in the Electric Ballroom with the Defy Progress crossover show. So you might see some of these Defy regulars over in London um, at the end of August, the day before AEW All-In, of course, at Wembley Stadium. And uh, what about this one here? One very familiar, well, a couple of very familiar faces there with Ali Catch having performed in a TNT and a Progress Wrestling Ring. Of course, Session Moth Martina. 
uh, going over to Canada to cause some trouble, um, going up against uh, Vert Vixen, the current Defy Women's World Champion, and Nicole Matthews, uh, a bit of a, a veteran, an experienced pro, four very experienced pros here uh, for the Defy Women's Championship. Um, this is going to be an outstanding match, isn't it? When you look at the individuals that are going to be involved in this match here, and of course, with the shenanigans of Martina involved, uh, Ali Catch, Nicole Matthews, Vert Vixen, what's not to love? This one's going to be awesome. Yeah, it's going to be a tough one for Vert Vixen to retain her championship in that one. Obviously, Nicole Matthews, uh, as you said, a veteran. She's, she's from Canada herself and, uh, you know, was trained, I believe, did you say, John, by uh, Becky Lynch? I and, believe uh, that is correct, yeah. Us. Becky Lynch had a hand yeah. in training, uh, Nicole Matthews, yeah. And I know she's she's been about on the scene for a while over there, fighting the likes of Shazza McKenzie and some other big names. Um, and also, obviously, we know Ali Catch so well. Uh, we saw her at Effie's Big Gay Brunch in Liverpool just a few months ago. She did wrestle at Progress last year as well in the uh, in the crossover show that we did with GCW. So, uh, amazing competitor. We know she's been working so hard in the gym and uh, what a character as well. And then, uh, you know, the, the ultimate uh, the ultimate character is uh, Session Moth Martina, who was uh, in Liverpool this past weekend, uh, trying to look for uh, John Cena about Liverpool City <laughs> Centre. And uh, she was in on top form, as always, in a, um, a great match for TNT. Extreme wrestling here. So, um, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if Session Moth goes out there and, you know, really has a, has a good go because she's, you know, wrestled for Ring of Honor in the past. And these are... Uh, you know, four women who are absolutely at the top of their game. So that's going to be just an amazing bout. And uh, yeah, really looking forward to seeing that one. So uh, yeah, but it's going to be a, it's going to be tough for Verfix and to keep hold of that championship. So yeah, you know that match is going to be wild. Uh, but uh, what about this one here? And our Progress World Champion, the Sovereign Lord, the Vulture of Progress, Spike Trevay, uh flies over to Toronto. He will be defending the Progress World Championship to Miss Spencer. Um, a former Defy World Champion, no less. And these two will be main eventing in the rec room on Sunday the 25th. And uh, I, I've got to say, I think Spike has his hands full here. Um, and uh, probably uh, maybe only the second time that the Progress uh, title has been defended outside of the UK. But uh, nevertheless, Spike Trevay, um, he has been the champion for quite a long time now, but I think um, Artemis Spencer is going to be a tough opponent for him. You never know, that Progress World title could be staying in Canada. Yeah, exactly. You just ne you never know with things like this. Artemis Spencer, a well-travelled competitor himself. Mm. We know he's, uh, he's fought the likes of Christopher Daniels, Nick Gage, Alex Shelley, and also, uh, interestingly enough, Clark Connors, who is, uh, you know, recently... Uh, teamed with Dan Maloney uh, in the Bullet Club over in Japan. So a big shout-out to Driller, who's uh, smashing things out there with the Bullet Club. But, uh, yeah, talking about Artemis Spencer uh, going against Spike Trevay, you know, the Sovereign Lord just he just seems to prevail in any difficult situation. And uh, I'm, I'm guessing he won't have Bullet with him over there, but you just no. never know. Anything anything could happen in, uh, in Toronto on Sunday, June 25th, when it all goes down. And... Uh, the thing I know about Spike Trevay is he is just, uh, you know, he is one of them wrestlers who just, when the crowd is against him, he thrives even more. And I'm sure he will be able to step out there and get the backs of them Canadian fans up. And it'll be, you know, I just dread to think what he's going to say to them because, I, you know, you never want your fans to go away upset. But, uh, you know, Spike has a tendency to be able to do that to anybody, not just the fans. Uh, anybody who he speaks to, he generally offends <laughs> and in some way. So, uh, yeah, that's going to be an interesting one. And uh, yeah. 
wish Artemis Spencer all, all the luck in the world. And, uh, you know, if he does manage to pick off the title from the Vulture, we'll see him uh, over in the UK later on in the year. And uh, if he doesn't, we may see him in August anyway. You just never know. So it's uh, going to be an amazing show in Toronto on June 25th, just before Forbidden Door, which is obviously going to be an amazing AEW show. Looking forward to watching it all there. And, uh, yeah, cannot wait. Exciting times, Defy and Progress Wrestling. Um, obviously, as well in August, Johns, we've already mentioned that Nick Wayne's going to be over for Defy then. And also for Progress, we've got uh, David Boy Smith Jr. So, uh, you know, what a day that's going to be. And that is the day before AW, which is on Sunday the 27th. And we're there August 26th. Make sure you get yourselves down to the Electric Ballroom in Camden and come and see Progress Wrestling and Defy then. It's going to be awesome. Absolutely. And one more time for ticket details. Like I said, you can get your combo ticket today by going to smashwrestling.com or simply following the link down below, bit.ly forward slash Defy X Prog. And that will get you the combo tickets or an opportunity to get the combo tickets. And if you do get a combo ticket, there are additional perks. Uh, you get advanced sale, of course. You get to reserve your seats. You get priority entry. And you don't need to leave the rec room between shows. Uh, so uh, you can get excellent value for money there by going to uh, smashwrestling.com uh, or following the bit.ly link uh, in the description below. But, uh, Mike, I've had a ton of fun once again talking to you about day two of Super Strong Style. Hoping day three which drops on demand this coming weekend and of course having a little look at uh, progress being over in toronto uh, progress and defy at the rec room uh, just hours before aew forbidden door so if you're out there um if you're an aw fan and you're there to see forbidden door but to have a few hours to kill in the afternoon get your tickets for the toronto rec room uh to see uh let's say femme fatale smash wrestling progress and defy of course and all the matches that we've just highlighted there but uh mike as always it's been a ton of fun speaking to you and i'm sure we'll uh, be able to do another one of these very very soon um especially with day three to look at um but uh mike angus uh, thank you so much for your help my friend no worries at all john's big shout out to everybody at progress and on the team and uh, everyone in canada have an amazing time and uh, yeah looking forward to everyone getting to watch day two and day three a super strong style there uh, just amazing shows and well worth catching up on those and there uh, let us know what you think in the comments make sure to uh add me and jonas on instagram twitter facebook check out what we're doing and uh you know let us know what you thought a super strong style 16 in the comments below as well thanks so much and we'll uh, see you all again soon everybody thanks jonas